I'd like to begin on a personal note, if I may. Professor Spitaler mentioned my colleague, Bruce Molina. My presentation about Paul today is drawn from and develops our mutual research. He's a colleague and a longtime personal friend. Bruce Molina teaches at Creighton University in Omaha, Nebraska. We are both natives of Brooklyn, New York. He from Williamsburg and I from South Brooklyn, now known as Park Slope. We are of Polish descent, was our first language. We grew up in Polish neighborhoods, attended Polish parishes and schools. Our families met in about 1948 or 1949 while I was preparing to enroll at St. Anthony of Padua, a college prep boarding school in Watkins Glen, New York, in the Finger Lakes region. Bruce, who was three years older than I am, was attending St. Bonaventure High School in Sturdivant, Wisconsin, our sister school. His younger brother, Joseph, a year older than I, was a member of the Pioneer class at Padua, which opened in 1949. Their family came to help me and my family prepare for this new adventure. So Bruce and I have known each other for over 60 years. Our life experiences have been quite parallel. In addition to our common ethnic heritage, our educational experiences were also similar. Our high schools were owned and operated by the Franciscan Friars of the Assumption Province. We attended their college in Burlington, at Wisconsin, and their seminary in West Chicago, Illinois. We were members of the same Franciscan province for more than 20 years. After receiving our dispensations, I was the witness at his wedding in 1971, and he was the witness at mine in 1975. We have shared our research with each other over the years and have collaborated, as Peter pointed out, on many projects. Prior to submitting anything for publication, we routinely asked one another for an evaluation and approval of it. In 2000, we published our first collaborative book, Social Science Commentary on the Book of Revelation, and we continue to work together on projects. When I served on the preventive medicine faculty of Medical College of Wisconsin in Milwaukee, we used to tell our students, you don't have to love your partner. You just have to trust him or her. I'm very fortunate that I not only trust my collaborative partner in biblical studies totally, but I also do love him. We are like brothers. And since my entire family is deceased, I have been included into the Molina family of nine siblings, their children and their grandchildren. While he is not responsible for what I'm about to present, I readily admit my indebtedness to him for these ideas. So let me begin. In our social science commentary on the letters of Paul, Bruce and I explain how we view Paul. In summary, we take him at his word. He insists that he is an apostle, yet quite unlike any other apostle. The Greek word for apostle refers to someone commissioned by someone else for some mission. Commissioning is the key. Apostles fulfill very different missions. They can be sent for various reasons. Philosophers consider themselves apostles of God to make people aware of how to live fittingly to please the deity. Paul believed he was an apostle of God because he was commissioned to proclaim, quote-unquote, the gospel of God. But Paul was not simply authorized to make a proclamation on God's behalf. Rather, he was commissioned to proclaim something new, something hitherto unheard of. In our time and culture, People commissioned to make known something new are called change agents. The task of a change agent is to communicate and diffuse some innovation. And that is precisely what Paul was about. 
The emphasis on new aspect is what sets Paul apart from other apostles or commissioned messengers who communicated information from something or from some authorizing agency about some ongoing agenda like tax rates, the king's family, things like that. Such messengers really have nothing significantly new to communicate. Now, as a rule, a change agent is an authorized person who influences innovation decisions in a direction deemed desirable by a change agency. The change agent functions as a communication link between two or more social entities, that of the receivers of the communication, the clients, and that of the change agency, the one sending the change agent. In the New Testament story, authorized change agents include the 12 sent by Jesus during his career. Those sent